welcome to the chocolate bar, our lives, our strength, our time. I love, I love an eager guest. Um, I'm so excited to uh, have an opportunity to talk with such an amazing athlete. And um, I'm really, really excited to share, to have her share her story with us. So if you could, our esteemed guest, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, I'm Amanda, Amanda Goodman. Um, as far as athletics goes, um, I compete in the sport of CrossFit and other functional fitness sports, we'll call mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm about 30 years old and I uh, coach gymnastics as a uh, way of income. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Amanda. And you were so many more things than that, but we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but no, thank, thank you again for taking the time out to, to chat uh, today. So um, I always like to hear the backstory, like, you know, kind of what got you here. So my first question would be, um, in terms of being, uh, you know, doing sports and being into fitness and all of that as a child, what was your relationship like with sports and fitness when you were growing up? Oh, man. Um, I was always active, always an active child. Um, my mom decided to put me in sport because uh, me and my sister would literally just climb everything, you know, uh, <laughs> the trees in the back. Um, we would climb on top of our swing set. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> yes. So you could probably imagine um, how she felt. Uh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we spent uh, uh, a few years just playing in, in different sports. And then uh, my dad, he's very active, always been very active as well. Uh, you know, he played like a flag football league um, or something like that. Like when I was mm -hmm. young, I remember that. Um, and he's always had weights in the basement and things like that. So we've always been very active. And then I finally found gymnastics when I was about 10. Mm -hmm. um, and that just kind of set the stage there. It was just, it's also very um, time consuming. So yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you know anything about that, yeah. So mm -hmm. once you're in that, um, and you go the competitive route, it's very time consuming. So that was it. And then my life just kind of morphed into just being an athlete and being around sport. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So one of the things I also like to chat with athletes about is that, um, you know, growing up as a young woman, I know a lot of us, you know, had issues with our self image and our bodies, you know, it's just a, I think a young girl, teenage thing. But I think particularly for women of color, there is an added layer of nuance there because we're never the standard, right? We're, we're never what is the standard of beauty or even fitness, really. And so I'm curious, um, for you growing up, what was your relationship like with the way that your self-image or your, your body? Um, luckily, I'm genetically gifted, so I was always very confident um, in mm -hmm. my body, and I really enjoyed it, um, mm -hmm. as, I, as I do now. But I definitely... Um, remember times even at a young age where I had to just kind of like defend my body and why mm. it, why it was the way that it was right like part of it is that I'm genetically gifted and then mm -hmm. I did the work for it as well right you know right. so um, yeah so just constantly having to uh, just explain myself or uh, yeah yeah explain myself mm -hmm. why I look the way that I look which is absurd right, <laughs> right. and I'm sure and I I like I'm not a gymnast by any stretch of the imagination, but it was, that was my first love growing up. And I definitely can remember, you know, that, that, that was the first time I kind of felt like, oh, there's something wrong with the way I look because um, I had a coach remark to my mom, well, you know, she, she wants to get serious now, you know, at this point is she going to, you know, do the thing or just be a hobby. And if she wants to do the thing, she's going to have to lose some weight. And I was maybe 12 Yep. So that was it for me with gymnastics. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can imagine that was that was probably very annoying to have to answer those kind of questions all the time. Um, so as you, you mentioned that you really got um, into gymnastics and that morphed into other sports. Did you play other sports after that? Uh, no, sorry. I guess uh, the uh, I meant it the other way around. Um, yeah, no, I tried a few things before gymnastics. I tried like, okay. swimming, um, mm -hmm. martial arts. Uh, all I've uh, I've mentioned this in the past to uh, you know my coaches and people that I train with on like all individual sports so that just probably also gives you a little more insight into just who I am as a person and how I've ended mm -hmm. up even here just as an individual right <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, go ahead. So how are, let me ask you this. Did you find CrossFit or did it find you? Um, it definitely found me. Mm -hmm. uh, Do tell. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, I was looking for fitness, like something fitness. I, uh, I was just out of gymnastics. I went to college for it. Um, and then, yeah, I was probably about a year or so out of it. I was coaching gymnastics and I was just trying mm -hmm. to figure out like a different avenue of, or if there was a different avenue for me. And I was just like, man, I was like, I just, I got to get into fitness. Mm -hmm. So, um, I really, you know, the typical starting answer of just like, I want to help people, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I went and, uh, started learning through NASM and just learning all these different ideologies. And yeah, I happened to be working two doors down from like a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. um, and they were hiring for a front desk person, which I actually mm. didn't even really know what I was applying <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, somebody at the gymnastics gym was like, you should check it out. It'll be great. Um, I really think it's for you. And so I walked in there. I was like, uh, here, I'm trying to get into fitness. Uh, I heard mm -hmm. you have a position, whatever, whatever. And then they threw me in a workout. It was Fran. And then. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. God darn. Yeah. <laughs> and you stayed. That's brave. <laughs> I, I stayed because they mentioned the word compete. That was really, ah, that, okay. that was it. I did Fran. I did it strict. I, um. If you've just ever... off the street, basically. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. my god! Um, but you know, I had ten years of gymnastics behind me. Yeah. Uh, um, so you know, I had at least the muscle endurance for it. Um, yeah, I was gonna say for our listeners that may not be familiar, tell us what Fran is—the torture that is Fran. What oh, does it consist of? Yeah, Fran is um, a sequence of twenty-one, fifteen, and nine, and then you go back and forth between thrusters oh. and regular pull-ups. Oh my gosh. As Ooh, fast as okay. possible. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So yeah, I think that was like my accidental, like they pulled me, I finished that. They pulled me into the office. Um, and yeah, they mentioned, they're like, oh, we have a team. They compete on this thing. And mm -hmm. every year they have a qualifier in, it was in February then. And I had no idea what I was signing up for. Mm. And I, just I was going to ask yes. you, had you heard, had, <laughs> had you heard of CrossFit or were you at all familiar with what it was before you walked in that day? Oh, uh, no, not even like a little bit. Like I was wow. just, yeah, I was like, I liked it. I liked the idea of competing. I understood what that meant. And I was mm -hmm. able to do the things. Right. So, right. yeah. So it just like, it just made sense to me at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and yeah. And his and and history was made. And yeah. Um so what um what was I gonna ask you? so once you started um getting into CrossFit and I noticed you you said that there was a bit of a transition from um finishing up your gymnastics sort of journey with college and then finding CrossFit, how would you say that CrossFit changed or had an impact on you? Oh my God. I mean, ugh. being introduced to CrossFit just, oh, like, I mean, it opened me up to the world pretty mm -hmm. much, you know, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, I've literally now traveled internationally, um, mm -hmm. which athletically when I was 20, you know, before this happened, wasn't even really like a thought or a possibility, right? Like that mm -hmm. life was over. Right. So, um, yeah, so no, it's, um, it's caused amazing amount of growth. I've seen so many different things and I'm so glad that it, it took me out of my original environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in New York. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, um, my parents, uh, they're both on the island. My mom's in Suffolk. My dad's right by JFK. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So now, and now you're in the Southwest, right? Yes. I'm in Arizona. That's, that's a bit of a culture <laughs> shock, I imagine. Oh, who are you telling? I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this last year really, really, you know, put things into perspective because less, mm -hmm. less travel, more time yeah. here. How uh, did you end up in Arizona? Um, 
you uh the way the old format of crossfit was um they had the open then they right. had the regional mm -hmm. um, and then you qualified to the games uh so my coach my coach was coaching um my boss in connecticut mm -hmm. that's where i was when i started crossfit i was in connecticut Okay. Um, so yeah, so my coach there at the first CrossFit gym that I was introduced to, um, or my boss, he was being coached by my current coach, James Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so they were talking like behind the scenes when I first got when I first got into CrossFit, and mm -hmm. then they linked us together. I came out here to train with athletes that they had on site. Um, that first, that 2013 year that I qualified mm -hmm. for the games. And after that, I just, I knew I had to move. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. Um, so one of the things I think um, that we discuss a lot on this show is, you know, with a lot of these strength sports, um, you don't always see a lot of um, athletes of color, particularly mm -hmm. women, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think certainly CrossFit, fits into that mold, maybe a little less now, but, you know, I think it's, it's still there. What advice would you have for, you know, maybe a young woman or, or any woman really who's listening to this show or anyone and they're interested and they're like, Oh, this looks really cool. But they're maybe intimidated because they don't see anyone that looks like them. And so they're sure they can do it. Right. Cause representation is really important. Mm -hmm. um, what advice would you have for them if they wanted to get started? Uh, I would say jump in, but do your research, you mm. know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because there are a lot of great people out there in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be directly through the avenue of CrossFit, um, okay. to end up in CrossFit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so there's that. <clears throat> um, and now, I mean, to, especially if you're looking to get into it now, um, take advantage of the time where, mm -hmm. right, black people in the community are being promoted or mm -hmm. they're promoting themselves, right? Reach mm -hmm. out to mm -hmm. them, get into those communities, dive in, really just know what they're about. Um, right. See if that resonates with you because that, yeah, if you really want to do it and you really love it, you'll find a space for you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Was that something when you were um, thinking of making that transition? It doesn't I mean, did that ever cross your mind? Like, oh, OK, I don't really know about this. Or were you just like, I'm just going to do it? Um, I was very goal oriented. Mm hmm. Um, so this fit the needs for that specific goal. Gotcha. And I gotcha. basically um, have had to just like outsource my culture. <laughs> mm, interesting. Do tell. Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, in the way of just like, um, you know, where I train and live specifically might not be very diverse. So mm -hmm. I'll literally travel to areas, you mm, know, where gotcha. it is more go to events, keep in touch with friends from, you know, mm -hmm. either all over the country, um, just checking in with them so that I make sure that I'm still in touch with those things. Right. Gotcha. So I don't feel gotcha. so, so that you don't feel so isolated because that does happen. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I've definitely been in those ruts where I'm just like, I've gone three people without seeing a black person. Mm, I, ooh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, I felt that. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, um, how did your, how have your family and friends reacted to your participation in um, CrossFit, especially at this level? Um, it sounds like you have a pretty supportive family anyway, but I'm just curious what that looks like for you. Um, <clears throat> I think they were all uh, slightly nervous at first because it is, you know, it's nobody knows where the end actually looks like, you know? Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think my parents were just parents uh, yeah. in the sense that they were just concerned about my safety. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like my dad kept asking me if I was wearing a belt. <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> you know, um, right. so yeah, but then after, I want to say after um, about 25, between 2014 and 2015, right, that was also mm -hmm. probably the peak of when I was in it and um, 
there was just so much going on. They were just, they were like, everybody was just like, okay, this is it. This is happening. Right. And this is, you know, like, this is fine. As long as all the other safety boxes are checked. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So awesome. yeah, yeah, everybody's, everybody's pretty good. That's awesome. So what are you, what are you doing right now? Are you, does CrossFit even have an off season? I always ask athletes, are you an off season? But I don't really know. Um, where, where are you at right now on your sort of CrossFit journey? Um, so specifically in CrossFit, the open has actually just started. Oh, that's right. I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw 21.1, I was like, Ooh, no child. Yes. The, yeah. The CrossFit, uh, the open has just started. Um, so this is mm -hmm. now the beginning of the season um yet another different format um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know the the ever-changing flow of crossfit another uh potentially unforeseen stressor right of crossfit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it's good i mean yeah i just uh where i'm at have you already I, done the first workout uh yes oh <laughs> I, i'm like i want to do it again but i don't know I gotta, <laughs> yeah i'm like I'll, I'll i'll run it by the coach and we'll right. see i don't think it would be bad if i did it again so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it was it what was is good. what is your training look like like what's a typical week of training for you if you're like either getting ready for you know to to sort of get to regionals or what have you what does that week look like for you uh oof. well i get like like today like if we're talking about like what does what does training look like this rough week? Yeah. Okay. What would your week be like? Yeah. Um. I'll probably do. Oh. Uh. I just do singles now, so I just go into the gym one well, once once a day. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I'll probably do some lifting and some mixed modally stuff on mm -hmm. Monday. Um. Maybe a little bit heavier. Um. Probably some cyclical stuff on t mm -hmm. like a Tuesday. Uh maybe uh open like simulation again on like wednesday light and easy maybe even a oh no i'm mixing my days maybe cyclical again on wednesday <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. or thursday i think now i'm on thursday uh and then friday easy saturday hit it there we go girl <laughs> what is your rest day i'm like we should go get to the rest day <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's on when? oh okay her rest day's on third <laughs> sunday sunday we rest okay yes, yes, all yes. right <laughs> i'll allow it <laughs> so funny yeah. um so when you think about yourself as a as a crossfit athlete like w do you have what you consider like yeah this is my jam like this you know this movement or this type of stuff is my jam and this is where i need to work a little harder oh i definitely yeah i'm uh i'm definitely better at Right, gymnastics, body weight movements. Yeah. Um, the lifting. Um, I hold my own um, in total poundage and mm -hmm. uh, I would say barbell cycling. Mm -hmm. um, it's just my limiter has always been the aerobic capacity and the monostructural pieces, like just doing the same thing over and over. <laughs> really, mm -hmm. really fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that's it. So I've been spent. I basically spent the last eight years working on my running, you mm, know, and, and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. So, or at least, I guess now is the time where I'm noticing the improvements upon my running. Huh. Okay. Okay. So, do you do more like dis 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 distancey stuff, or are you more sprint stuff, or? What does that look like for you? Um, I definitely do more endurance or longer pieces because that's mm -hmm. what is required of the sport. Mm, okay. uh, um, I, uh, I have one based off my just natural essence and then my gymnastics training background. Um, I mm -hmm. have years of sprinting, so right. I don't need to spend much time there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so I'll do a lot of long pieces. Um, I think, again, I think I've just now I'm either just now aware of it or I've just now earned the right to do like 30 minute runs. I, mm. yeah. So, um, before that it was literally all just intervals. Would, oh, wow. Okay. I would always okay. do intervals and it was just accumulating distance. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Interesting. Okay. What do you like to do on your rest day? 
oh, nothing. <laughs> you're like, rest, duh. <laughs> well, you know, rest to an athlete and rest to other people kind of look different sometimes. So I was just curious if you, like, do you, like, go walk or do you literally, like, I'm not moving from this couch? Oh, no, of course. Uh, yeah, no, I walk. Um, I, mm-hmm. o- I Yeah, I always walk. I try to keep that in a, in a daily thing unless I'm, like, mm-hmm. absolutely wrecked or right. uh, mentally just done. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'll walk. I'll get outside. Um, it's mostly, yeah, I'll try to rest my brain as much as possible so that I can, um, you know, set myself up for scheduling to get to work and get to the gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are yeah. you currently st- um, still coaching gymnastics now? Or are you just uh, focusing on the athlete piece? Uh, no, I'm coaching. Uh, I coach gymnastics now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Little kids or? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All, uh, pretty much all ages, uh, competitive gymnastics and then, um, mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, competitive uh, artistic, um, and then a little bit of uh, strength and conditioning for uh, trampoline and tumbling. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. And then what were your, like, again, what were your jams when you were, uh, when you were um, competing in gymnastics? Um, so in college, I competed for vault. Mm-hmm. Um, but if in gymnastics, uh, I think they changed it a few years back. I think now, starting at level nine, you can specialize. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I was there, you had to do everything Mm. um, unless you were at a college or like high elite. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I hate this word. I'm I'm trying to think of a better way to put this, but I always like to hear like, not your diet, because that's not what I mean, because I don't Mm. believe in that, but just kind of, do you have a particular like, philosophy around eating to to support the the stuff that you do um ha, eat whatever you want as long as it doesn't okay fuck i like you that up, philosophy. right like <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> right um yeah everybody's different um right. so you know um it yeah if you're eating to perform right it's just mm-hmm. uh it's it's about eating enough and eating right. enough of the things that won't hurt you Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I can't necessarily just give you a group of things for me specifically. I shy away from dairy because mm, one, okay. I have a slight intolerance and two, it uh, has a propensity to cause mucus, which can mm. mess with your aerobic system. Right. Oh, interesting. OK. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so those things Um. This, similar with gluten. I sh- tend to shy away from that. Um. Every once in a while, I'll dabble with gluten, not like mm-hmm. dairy. Dairy, I don't, I don't fuck with dairy. Um, right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, gluten every once in a while, it's okay. But I try not to uh, right overdo it because then I can notice some things in myself, right? Like a little bit of inflammation. My joints mm-hmm. might be achy or I got like a puffy face or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, okay. But those are for me. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. there are people out there, they can eat gluten and still perform. Do right. it. Right, right, right. I got you. I got you. Um, I'm I'm thinking about this because, you know, I am old as hell. And (laughs) um, I, you know, took several breaks from, I was never a competitive athlete or anything like that, but just did CrossFit for the hell of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've taken a few breaks and I'm trying to get myself back into it. And I've noticed a lot of changes. Um, And I'm curious for you, at your level, how has your training changed as you've gotten older? Well, uh, I now do one a days, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, which is, um, which that took me, I think I've been doing one a days maybe for about a year now. And that mm-hmm. took me, it took me a while to like get used to just questioning whether I was doing enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a decision that you made or was that more of a strategic decision with your team to to stop uh, doing two a days or um yeah they they did it <laughs> <laughs> like not me yeah no they they did it um and i think it's just right based off lifestyle and uh and um training age mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know and that yeah the demands of the sport um right and and then also i think I'm going to go, well, yeah, I guess that umbrella's under demands of the sport, right? How it changed to potentially doing, you know, multiple competitions with the sanctionals mm-hmm. rather than just two big competitions. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Um, is your recovery different or do you handle that differently as well? 
Uh, no, recovery generally stays the same. I think because there's right there because there, I'm doing less in the gym. Um, gotcha. I don't need to recover. Well, I'm already recovering more, but it has to look the same. I can't recover less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So I, I still you. have to stick on my body work, still stick with, you know, going for those walks, warming up appropriately, cooling down appropriately, eating at the right times. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things matter. Sleeping. You know, I can't just start, you know, saying fuck sleep because I'm working out less. It's like, no, right. I still need to get that in. Right, right, right. Um, what is your favorite and least favorite movement and why? Oof, oof, oof. Uh, favorite movement. I mean, I've I have such an attachment to all of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to pick a child. <laughs> My favorite child. Yes, um, I do love snatching. Mm-hmm. I do love me some snatching. Um, it's just so technical, um, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, heavy snatching, touch and go snatching, dumbbell snatching, all of it. I just yeah, all I, the snatches. Yes, yeah, I like oh squat snatches. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. You know, I'm also slightly built for it. Um, mm-hmm. So in a com- competitive setting, obviously, I would love to see that. <laughs> okay, okay. And um, then, what are you not so in love with? Uh, Burpees facing things and going over them. Oh. <laughs> yes, that is just, uh, I've gotten so much better at it um, because mm-hmm. I've, because I've had to. Um, right. But yeah, that one just, that one, oh, that kicks me in the and gut. And you know, I think what I detest the most about those is that there's, like, there's nothing you can do. You can't cheat it. You can't use momentum. You can't. You just got to suck it up and just suffer through. Like yes. It's just there's nothing you can do. Yes. 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 They're the absolute worst. Ooh. Burpees yes. are the ghetto. Oof. Yes. Um, so in, in, in a similar vein, what have you enjoyed most about this CrossFit journey? And, and what have you enjoyed not so much? Mm. Man, uh, I've enjoyed, again, so much. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess I'll, I'll draw upon my most recent um, expression of, of joys. I've enjoyed or I've become so appreciative of uh yeah my running mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um right of putting in those hours and just re- remembering how terrible i was at it and mm-hmm. how i would physically like just dread a running workout mm-hmm. um and now uh i understand where i sit better right i think mm-hmm. that's just with uh, maybe just with age mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then but for me i've made so many improvements and i can feel that and i can i, I like actually know how to run maybe not for mm-hmm. long but i know right. how to run <laughs> right right and that's and that's a a major accomplishment for myself and then uh, you know there's so many other things being able to just like actually make some of my contractions aerobic which i was never really aerobic i just had a lot of muscle endurance mhm mhm right um so yeah so building my aerobic capacity i guess maybe that that would be the enjoyment of the crossfit journey mhm mhm and what have you not loved so much what uh building my aerobic capacity <laughs> Um, like and let me go back to <laughs> yeah you know our right hours and our intervals like so many intervals of just on the rower on the track on that damn treadmill mm-hmm. uh you know on the bike all those things and it's like um yeah but you see it right you see it at, right. the, at the end and you remember those things and even while you're doing it um you're thinking about the next time that you get to test it Mm-hmm. and those seconds that you may or may not gain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof, I hear you. I don't know. Maybe that's fucked up, but... but No, no, that's hey, man. This is, this is your story. So <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, <clears throat> how has COVID affected your training and your experience? I mean, it has been a very strange year. <laughs> um, and I'm sure for someone who's, you know, sort of used to kind of being able to go and do what they need to do and all that, 
Um, how has that affected the way, or how has that affected you um, with respect to your training and otherwise? Oh man, uh, COVID. Yeah, COVID. Just like most people, it uh, it got me. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many. I've had the. We'll go with the most unhealthy relationship with my fitness this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I was in Canada uh, getting ready to compete or preparing mm-hmm. to compete. You know, we were at the event at the venue when wow. they started shutting down borders and <gasps> and things like that. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so we had to like we were there. We were going for athlete check in, like the briefing and everything. Oh, wow. You were like literally about to go for to go compete. Yes. Yeah, it was. We were there. I remember um, James, James Fitzgerald. He's my coach. I remember he was texting me. And be- mm-hmm. because I'm just so like in my own thing, I was just like I was slightly concerned because he doesn't really text me that much. Right. <laughs> You're like, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, but yeah, he just he was just asking me if it was going and I'm like, it's going, we're here. It's Mm going, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was just in it. Were you aware of what was really happening? Like kind of with COVID or were you just kind of like focused in on, on the competition? So you're like, what? Huh? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, I was touching base a little bit, but not, but not really. And it was, you could see, I got there maybe on like a Monday or a Tuesday and mm-hmm. everything still looked fine. Like I flew, right. flying was fine. There was no masks. There was, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. everything. So I, I was just going. And yeah, that's the mindset that I was in. And then we got there and they're just like, nope, this is canceled. And then from there, I just, I was wrecked because I was like, that's the season. I was like, I haven't mm. even started competing yet. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I was like, I'm peaking. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like you worked so hard for, and then it's like, wah, wah. Yes, it was, um, yeah, it was very, I mean, I'm very emotional. Um, mm-hmm, so yeah, so mm-hmm. it was, it was very emotional for me. And then we had to figure out like where we were going. I was supposed to go back home to New York to see my mm-hmm. family. Um, I had to change that. So yeah, I flew back here. We waited, you know, everybody, especially here, where's thinking just you know two weeks right exactly (laughs) um so we're waiting and just kind of you know trying to see and then just as the you know as the days come it's just like it's over everything's being canceled everything's both being postponed and we were just following like okay do we stay in it like you know like do we continue to train and i tried to hold on to that for as long Mm. as possible as long as they were trying to hold events right you know um so yes yeah, so i was like okay let's go in and then it was just this constant back and forth of like they're not gonna do it you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and like so why do i need to do this threshold training right, right, right. <laughs> um yeah so it was just a lot of that just a lot of questioning and then just feeling like shit mm. you know and then trying to like grieve yeah but not really um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the and then we could talk about just like, right, if we're talking about the season, that probably puts me close to like May in my right. head for a timeline. And then and then you have to think about what's happening in the rest of the fucking world. Right. Or at least exactly. America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And not and, to mention all the other craziness that was happening. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. So um, I remember saying to somebody, uh, you know, I was just like. You know, I was like, I, I'm like, yes, this is important. I was like, but look at what's going on in the world. Right. And look at me being me where I am. And it's just like, and then how do you come in and do a fucking max snatch? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So my relationship with the fitness was was all over. Um, just all over. <laughs> and I can imagine, you know, I mean, it sounds like you literally went from you know, instead of zero to 60, 60 to zero, like overnight, right? Yes. So did did you take some time off from training or how did you handle that aspect once that happened? Um, a little bit, uh, kind of, there was a point, I can't remember when it was. Um, it was probably, yeah, after, after like the last event that I was supposed to go to had mm-hmm. gotten canceled. I just, I think I, I went a little lax, I want to say for like a month or so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I started to get a little bit of the bug because they had, you know, they they put on the CrossFit Games. Right. Um, and there was talks of uh, IF3, the International Functional Fitness Federation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They were uh, talking about potentially still throwing a live competition in like November or so. Okay. Um, so I knew all my gains hadn't been lost. Mm-hmm. And I knew I needed something to push towards, so I started trying to pick up towards those th- to towards like IF three again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just I think it was just the right the the compounding interest, or you right. know, of the just right. being tired and exhausted. And as I don't know, whatever happened when it came close to IF three. Uh, championships or whatever yeah we just we just didn't do it and i'm so glad we didn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah how did you take care of yourself during that time you know in terms of self-care just your mental health your physical health emotional health i did pull a lot of like i say I, that time as if it's over but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no it's still no the time is still here how have you I'm taken still... care of yourself <laughs> yeah it took me a few months to really i think i would say maybe now uh right that's probably why we think things are slightly different is because now right. we're, we're finally almost able to kind of understand the ebbs and flows of it um right. and be you know give ourselves some grace so like you know mm-hmm. I, I can't be productive today i'll be productive tomorrow right <laughs> right right um but yeah so yeah it took me to a point there was a point where i kind of got to that um i didn't you know this um just like okay this week is shitty when i'm hitting it i'm hitting it and you know and mm-hmm. just just move with the shittiness and mm-hmm. um and forgive yourself for it <laughs> right right uh, um i did uh it's when things were closed down i spent so much time outside um mm. you know just getting out to he, uh, arizona is very consistent in weather so it's mm-hmm. easy to do that Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I spent a lot of time outside, a lot of time with myself. Um, and then I actually, I don't remember when, um, but because I do live by myself and like I said, I live in a very, uh, white area. Mm-hmm. Um, I got myself a therapist. Mm, girl, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, that is, you know, again, one of the reasons that I really, you know, enjoy this, doing this and having this platform, because I think one of the things that, um, you know, we have started to recognize through this pandemic is that, you know, Black folk need to take care of their mental health, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we've known that, but I also think culturally it's kind of hush-hush, like you don't air your dirty laundry or you pray, mm-hmm. it, pray it away or do whatever. And so, you know, I'm curious did you make that decision yourself to say, okay, I need to, this is something different. I need to talk to somebody about that. Like, how did that come about for you? Uh, yeah, it was definitely, uh, my own decision. I was reaching, um, I was, I was reaching out to, you know, some people, um, Mm -hmm. that I knew. Um, and then the people in the, in like that general area that I knew, um, Mm -hmm. they were great, but they were also all, uh, all white. Right. Um, you know, um, and so I just, I was like, I need, yeah, an objective and someone Mm -hmm. that can, and then someone that could see and understand what I'm saying on my level, you know? Um, and, and that also gives a level of trust. Right. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. still, still naive because I still technically don't know this person. I'm just assuming that because we look the same, we see the same, but, um, but we're more likely to have a similar experience walking through this world than talking to a right. woman. Right. Or a man. Right. right? You don't, right. you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did, uh, when I was younger, um, yeah, when I was younger, I don't think I ever really had, uh, I don't really remember having too many like black doctors or right. anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was like, I was, I was like, I, I want a therapist. I want somebody to talk to, and they need, they need to be black. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how do you think that impacted, sort of, I guess, again, kind of how you were able to process what's what was happening around us at that time? Oh, um, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, uh, 
I get you. Yeah, I'll say it was probably life changing in the sense mm-hmm. of like it pulled me out of the shit quicker than if I would have tried to do it myself. Right. 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 Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Like, you know, I could have just slipped into like depression or something like that. Right. Like it could have been whatever. Um, but. Yeah, no, it was just great to have to, to have somebody to be able to process my shit with about mm-hmm. about the people directly around me right <laughs> you know right. um right yeah because i've also had to have lots of hard conversations with the mm-hmm. people directly around myself mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i've learned a lot and it's um because i also need practice in having those conversations like right like right. without um huh without vilifying the other or without, right. you know, with being able to, yeah, just being able to have a concise conversation that maybe somebody can get something from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm so glad that I took that step and um, that I had, and I know I have somebody just, you know, in my corner there that can kind right. of resonate. That's also going through the same shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I totally hear you. It's definitely been a game changer. So in that same vein, um, you know, pandemic, you know, social unrest, there was a little something going on in the CrossFit world too mm. while all this was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious for you, what was that like sort of being kind of in, in that space, you know, of, of sort of the elite athlete, you know, in this sport that you love so much and kind of watching all of this unfold? Oh, um, I wasn't super, I wasn't shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I thought, um, and I think I've said it before in a way, I was like, I think it's fantastic um, mm-hmm. that he said it and the way that it came out okay. um, in the sense of like, it just, it just, it just shines a light on what's behind or who's behind or how right. this organization really feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Being, uh, being, Participating in CrossFit, um, I was never really uh, after 2013. Like I was unaffiliated. Okay, that was okay. that was also another reason that I, I came out here. Like OPEX, mm-hmm. OPEX was unaffiliated. Um, so when you say unaffiliated, can you share for us what that what that means? Um, that means that I train. I do not train at a gym or uh, a CrossFit gym that pays an affiliate gotcha. fee to CrossFit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So that was also part of the draw that like, I didn't have to wear their name on my back. I wore my name on my back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, what was the question? What was I oh. oh, I was just yes. kind of asking oh, what, yes. what is it like for you to kind of be, because I think all of us were sort of on the outside looking in like, what the fuck? So oh, you yes. know, I'm, I'm curious kind of from your, from your vantage point, what was, you know, what was that like for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I wasn't really surprised. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen the people. You see the culture. Um, I don't know what. I guess I don't know what the culture looks like from the outside, right? Because mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. I because I am still too close, right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a culture that you know they you know shout America, mm-hmm. you know pray mm-hmm. praise the military, play, praise the police, and things like that, and then don't really actually focus on the issues. I mean, right. I've, I've been in places where they're walking around with all lives matter shirts and stuff like that. Um, so it, again, it just, it shows you, right. The people that are walking around yeah. in there. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good that in the sense that he went out and just showed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little, I guess disturbed at the backlash, which I shouldn't have been surprised, but disturbed mm-hmm. at the backlash of the people just like immediately pulling out, right? Um, without actually digging deep, right? They're just mm-hmm. just immediately like, oh, he said something shitty. That's not that's not on me, you know. That's not on mm-hmm. me. I have nothing to do with that. I haven't fed into that. And it's like, no, actually, by not. Um, you know, calling people out and, you know, standing your own ground and feeding into this culture, you are allowing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, and I guess, right. I would, um, 
I guess I also play a role in that as well, right? By choosing mm-hmm. my side of also being, right, I'm unaffiliated, so CrossFit, figure your shit out. I'll come in when I can, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm a little bit um, on that end too. Uh, and then you have to think about the people that unaffiliated um, just right. because of that and then reaffiliated uh, because of change of hand. Um, yeah, that kind of, I was giving that a little bit of a side eye, but, you know, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then, yeah, people, I had a, right, like I had a conversation with somebody and they were talking about, um, they expressed that their gym is still affiliated because that's the only way certain people at their gym could qualify to the games. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, read, Mm -hmm. read the rule book. I'm like, that's what they, you know, that's the easiest way to make it. Right. But not the only way. Exactly. And right. Which I did not know. I'm glad I know that now. (laughs) Yes. And then you also have to look at that process in itself. People who have, you know, been unaffiliated, especially the people um, that I've trained with OPEX over the time. um, Right. Like we've had to deal with potential repercussions based off that submission process where a person Mm -hmm. competes the open at a CrossFit gym is um, more likely to receive less penalties than a person who submits their video Mm. online to be judged by the public. Interesting. Hmm. Yes. So yeah, so there's, yeah, there's bias, bias all up in there. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we have to talk about what's happening now still, right? Like it's just, they're trying, they are trying. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know where the line of performative ends in that trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm unsure if I'm unsure if dot com themselves is actually trying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely don't follow them. Right. <laughs> I, 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 right. I'm like I don't follow CrossFit.com. I don't follow CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, what do you think would need to happen for you, or just in general, to feel like okay, they're they're they are taking this opportunity to 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 rebuild this system, right? Um, what do you think would have to happen at those levels for you to to feel like that was actually taking place? Um, I I think they need uh, like rhetoric change, right? Because you look mm-hmm. at you still see the same rhetoric in their articles, and it's hard. You can't and the way that CrossFit is set up now, it's you can't actually um, well. I don't, like I said, I don't read CrossFit.com and I don't read CrossFit games, but the people who are attached to it, they're mm-hmm. not, I don't believe they're specifically employed by CrossFit to do media, but, mm. they, but they are the people that's pushing the culture and you have to look at, at them. Right. Right. And what right. they're highlighting and the ver- words and verbiage that they're using. Mm-hmm. And then if we do want to talk about people directly tied to CrossFit, um, I've actually been sitting, I think this came to my attention last year. And I think because I was just so angry and frustrated about everything else, I just I mm-hmm. just I couldn't um, bring it up. But because I'm talking to you, I'm going to use this opportunity. Um, is uh, there's a Instagram account um, run by the CrossFit uh, media people, and mm-hmm. I think I think it's supposed to be a meme account or whatever. But it's the name of the account is called Make Wads Great Again. Oh, right. Exactly. Um, And they um, and then they also host a podcast that's titled Make Pods Great Again. Hmm. Okay. Right. And maybe I'm right. It's like maybe I'm reading too much into that or whatever. Maybe I'm picking at something, but I I don't know. I just I really don't like that. That doesn't that doesn't sit well with me personally. Um, Yeah. And I remember seeing it in the past. and yeah, it was like, it, it was titled as like a meme account. So I was like, so yeah, right. Maybe that was yeah. my, my fault of just like, fuck it, leave it alone. But now it's a public, it used to be a private account. Yeah. Now it's a public account um, and people are all over it and they're highlighting black people because it's black history month or it's COVID or whatever the hell they're what? doing with a title that says <sighs> make wads great again. And it's like that. It's like, y'all don't see the irony in that. 
Thank you. Like, yes. What? No, it's not just you. It's not just you. And that, and you know, and I think that's the thing too. Like a lot, a lot of these problems stem from the fact that people don't understand. You know, that's that's marketing for you. This is our fucking lives, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not just marketing. It's not just a cute cute phrase to put on a shirt. Let's oh, you know, I started seeing all these all everything. You know, all insert here matters. Mm-hmm. You know, all and it's just like come the fuck on. Like, do, how are you so, you know. Like you have to realize what, you know, like you said, what, what that sort of implies and what the optics of that look like. And I don't, I just don't know that they either don't or they do and they just don't care, you know, Mm. but yeah, I, I had no idea about that. And now that I do, I'm a little pissed too, but um, (laughs) yeah, it's like, you know, and then you do stuff like that and then you want to turn around and say, well, we're, we're listening and we're learning and we're, you know, we're trying. And it's like, are you really? Yeah, you know, ex- so. ex- exactly. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's so many things there that, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. So it's, re- yeah. So it's, it's right. I'm like, I am, I'm a really bad CrossFitter because I don't follow any of the things or whatever mm-hmm. I am. Um, although I do, right. I think you mentioned this earlier. It's just like, you do notice, um, you're noticing either more people in the sport or more people being loud, right? Their voices being right. heard within yeah. um, the sport. And so I do, I am enjoying that. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. that people are making themselves known and they're taking um, the opportunity, you know, to share mm-hmm. knowledge and, and culture. Um, I do wish there was a little bit more accountability. I think that's um, right. more of kind of uh, what your question was, like what would I like yeah. to see as far as changes? Yes. It's great that these accounts are promoting um, Black lives and Black health and, um, and you know, creating more avenues for the underserved to have access. Um, mm-hmm. but, it, but I really think it's, it needs to start with verbiage. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so true. And I think, you know, <clears throat> I've had this conversation with, you know, some folks too when, you know, we were, I was trying to figure out you know, cause I, like I said, I, I just, I've always just enjoyed doing it just cause I like it so much. Um, and then when this started happening, I was like, okay, I, I love this, but I love myself more and I don't know that I can support this. And how do I, you know, continue to support, like I, the, the box that I belong to is, is black owned. And I was like, mm-hmm. how do I continue to support, you know, these people that have become my family, mm-hmm. but I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's like that, 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 you know, that line there, where's that line? They ended up defiliating, which is great. But I know a lot of people are like, I love CrossFit just because of what it's given to me. How do I extract that from this larger, like, you know, bullshit that's happening that is hurting me and people who look like me. Right. So it's, you know, how do you, how do you create that balance for yourself? (sighs) Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a, that's a very, yeah, you got, you, you might have to, if you don't have direct access to people that look like you, you might have to outsource it. You right, know? right, 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 um, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. We live, we live in, we live in a a, a beautiful time of technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I've had conversations with friends, you know, black friends, talking about how CrossFit is like. <laughs> we're like, it's the white people that come for the community. The black people come for the challenge. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> you know, Unless like, you are fortunate enough to to be in a space where, you know, you have either the ownership or the the community, you know, re- is reflective of who you are, you know? And I think that's, you make a really great point. I think someone said at one point that, you know, CrossFit isn't necessarily about the movements. It's about the, 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 the tribe that you build, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and the things that you get out of it. So I try to, you know, I, I, I try to say I do CrossFit with a, with a uh, lowercase C. Yeah. <laughs> Not a capital C. I, um, I do fitness. Right. I do, exactly. You know, like I do, I do functional fitness or, you right. know, like I exercise really fast yeah. or, you right. know. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, the, the, the things about, you know, what make it what it is, whether it has that name on the, the quote unquote boxer gym, it's still going to be that thing. Right. Because it's the people, you yes. know, and I think again, that's, you know, I, you know, I still support the, the, the place that was once a box and I love it. And the community is still great and it's still strong and it's still growing. So I think that says a lot about whether or not, you know, I, th- I think there was a lot of talk about, well, we need, you know, the, the boxes need their support and da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. 
And I think we're so used to creating our own thing anyway as black folk. Like, it, you know, I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if they decide to, you know, move away from that, we going to do what we going to do, you know? So yes. I think that can help a lot too. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think that, I think black people will create their own spaces. Right. Um, yeah. We just, I guess we just got to hope that it's not a, a, their space, our space situation. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It really needs to be, yeah, there need there needs to be accountability on, on the other side. Fuck it. Black right. people, right. Black people need to just continue to take up space and do their right. thing. And these people need to figure out, you know, how do I effectively communicate mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's no, really it. It is absolutely true. So I do want to move to this because um I want to make sure I get this in. I was one of the fortunate people who had the opportunity to see a grid game live. Mm. Um and so I know that you were on a team and yes. I would love to hear more about your experience with that. Um I think I Oh God, I can't even remember when it was, but I went to a, a game when it was here in Maryland and um, Elizabeth Akinwale, mm-hmm. um, Kiana Welsh was there, Talar Stalling. I mean, it was just like, I was just literally with my mouth open the whole time. It was the most fantastic thing I've ever seen. So um, yeah, tell me about your time as a grid athlete. Oh, I mean, grid was so good. Um, it was Grid was for me. It was my essence, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I loved it. And then, uh, yes, it brought it brought all the black people in fitness together. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it really did. I remember that. I remember just like, yeah. I, I'm. It's funny. Like as you're saying it, I'm like, I'm have. I had like that similar experience, right? Like if I mm-hmm. think about it, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. I remember them announcing the people on the teams and just being mm-hmm. so excited. Um, yeah, to hear their names and to know of them and compete with them against them. And it was, mm-hmm. yeah, they're all, um, I don't know all of those uh, ladies and then uh, Tola. Um, yeah, I don't really know all of them personally mm-hmm. or too well, but I, but what I know of all of them, they're just fantastic athletes. Um, yes. So that was great. But yeah, grid was, grid was awesome. It was, it was team style, which is a little mm-hmm. against what I generally do. <laughs> Right. But it was individuals on a team. It was pro yeah. style. We were getting paid. We were forced to live together. I was <laughs> Oh no, I did not know that. Uh yeah, it was um What? Well the the second year luckily uh-huh. luckily the first year everybody came to Phoenix, so I got to live in okay. my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the second year we were in um LA and so mm-hmm. we were all in little houses and we had to we had to live together. Wow. Um yeah, so that was that was interesting but it was great. It was an experience. Um I was the uh I, I would say I was the pain in the ass on the team because I just <laughs> I I want everything right, you know what I mean? Right, like right, I, right, I, right. I want everything right. I want everybody to be doing their job and everything mm-hmm. like that. But it was a fucking blast. And then, you know, of course, the after parties were yeah i mean you just guys look like you were having so much fun that was the thing i think that i really enjoyed you know next to just watching y'all perform but you guys just look like you were having so much fun i was like this is amazing it was awesome i think awesome there a part of it was uh yeah um, a part of it i really think was especially the first season Mm -hmm. um before shit went haywire um, mm-hmm, and they came mm-hmm. back, but I think uh, like most people were so excited because it could be a real thing and it could have been not CrossFit. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it there's it's so it's the the league is no more, right? Or is it still kind of going on? The official league I think is done. Um, I know down in the southeast i'm not sure if it's just in florida it might be florida georgia mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. taylor stallings i th- right. think either runs she's definitely on it but she might run the florida grid league and from what okay. i've heard it's very successful down there okay okay god i would love to see that come back oh right yeah it was it was so exciting it was yeah it really it really pushed us and it brought us it really did bring us together there wasn't mm-hmm. I don't remember too much shit, but I also don't know what happened on other teams. <laughs> right, 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 right. Awesome, awesome. 
Um, so this is what I like to call the random question portion of the podcast. Um, it's there's there's no test involved. You don't have to study. Um, so I'm just it's just a way to get to know our guest a little bit better. So um, the first question I have for you is, what's on your training playlist? What do you listen to? Ooh, uh, a lot of like Lil Wayne, J Cole, Jay Z. Um, I'm like song specifically in this moment. I can't yes. think of. Girl, oh. you talking my language. Oh, yeah, like Drake. <laughs> duh. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Let me see if I can find something real quick. <laughs> I love my playlist. It's a lot of old. I stuff. love it. Listen, I'm it's like, can you send that to me? Because. It's a, of- <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of old stuff, but yeah. I was going to say, I'm an old, old school hip hop head. I love it. Yeah, different things from, you know, mm-hmm. like I got from here, Money in the Grave, to like, I'm Not a Star, Rick Ross. Okay, uh, okay. Right, we got Lemon, Drip, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. So, it's your last meal on earth. What are you eating? And that could be one dish or it could be like, a, you know, several multi-course meal. Oh. Oh. I would oh. is this all theoretical, yes? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah, it's whatever you want. <laughs> okay. No. World, girl. Uh, okay, no, well, because if it's in theory, I would have because my grandmother's dead, but I would have her just make me a multi-course meal. <laughs> okay. Okay. What we having? What's grandma making? Oh, grandma's making some rice and beans, some bendy. Um whew. Probably some more, some chicken. Um, yeah. Just a, whole bu- just a whole bunch of Puerto Rican food. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. I love it. Um, okay. So you um, are on your way somewhere with your gym bag. It's too heavy. So everything got to go but one thing. What's the one thing that has to stay in your gym bag? Oh, you there? I was like, does she think? I was like, well, if I'm if I'm already on the way, I should have shoes on my feet. Um, so probably a jump rope, and then I'm good to go. Okay, okay, I like it. I like it. Do you have a favorite brand or favorite kind of jump rope? Uh, I use an RPM jump rope. Hmm. I don't think I've heard of them. Oh, there's yeah, they're so good. They're um, I've literally only ever use their jump rope there oh okay yeah, yeah I, I highly recommend them oh all right um i feel like i know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask anyway what's your favorite curse word fuck <laughs> so i think i know we discussed this before we got on air but i figured i would ask anyway um is there a book that you've read that has had a lasting impact on you or that you just enjoyed tremendously Oof. So many, but um, I'm gonna say within the last two years, I've been re- reading a lot of bell hooks. I'm gonna go with any, mm. any. I'm gonna go with anything bell hooks. Good <laughs> choice, good choice. I love it. Yes. Um, what you binging on Netflix? Oh gosh. Um, nothing. I don't know. What was that? What, what am I watching? <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. I was just watching that Servant show. Hmm. I think it's on Apple. Okay. It's I don't uh, know about that. I'm not sure if it's M Night Shyamalan. It's definitely somebody Shyamalan, but it's yeah, it's one, oh, okay. it's, it's one of those kind of shows. It's a little fucked okay. up. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um, now I'm going to ask you a job interview question that I absolutely hate. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh. Um, <laughs> Hopefully I'm still working with athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would like to be working with athletes. I'm not sure specifically um, where, um, but definitely definitely athletes. Either I'll travel further down the gymnastics route and try to weasel my way into like college or uh, if functional fitness continues to grow, maybe youth athletes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, I like it. What is the blackest thing you have ever done? that you care to share with us. <laughs> uh, 
I guess in the last couple of years, I made a mention of craving for some ribs and watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I, like I could really go for some ribs. <laughs> some watermelon. They're like, what? I was like, oh. I was like, it's that kind of day. Oh, wait, you said this in mixed company? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I said this in mixed company. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that I don't I don't I don't care. Yeah, I will I will call out the white people. I'll tell them all the things. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Um, so before we move on to our lightning round, which I'll explain in a second, um, what would today's Amanda, so who you are right now? Tell 10-year-old and 20-year-old Amanda, what words of encouragement or wisdom would you give them? Oh, I would tell them to keep doing what they're doing mm-hmm. and uh, and don't worry about the other people. I like it. Yep, both, like both it. of them, both the same okay. thing. Because, yeah, I wouldn't, like, change anything. I would just want to worry less. Okay. I love that. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, so I'm going to say a phrase, and then I want you to finish it with the first word that pops into your head. <laughs> Ready? Oh, boy. Go. <laughs> Strength is. Oh. I got nothing in my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Fun? Strength is fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. All right. Love is. Everything. Mm, okay. Okay. Black is powerful. Amanda is everything. <laughs> okay. Listen, I stand a confident queen. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Can I just tell you, this has literally been one of the most fun conversations I've had in a while. Oh, so I'm glad I, you enjoyed it. <laughs> I have had so much fun talking to you. This is fantastic thank you again for just taking the time to to share some time with us and hang out um before we head out though i would love if you have like one thing you want um our listeners to know whether it's about you or just you know a a word of encouragement or just something you want our audience to to take with them from this podcast today Oh, well, yeah, I just I, I want to thank you definitely, of course, um, for having me on and taking the time uh, and then thank the listeners for taking the time and getting to this point of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all are still with us, y'all are real MVPs. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, it's uh, if you if you got to take anything, especially if you're in the fitness world, you know, do your thing get just get in there do your research and do work you know you'll find mm-hmm. your people they are out there don't be intimidated by the people who aren't mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. i love it i love it amanda thank you again so much so yeah. now that you've been on here one time you're no longer a guest your family oh. so anytime you're like i got some shit to say just let me know and you could come back on and we could do this all over again i would love to have you back Yes. No, Um, thank you so much. (laughs) No, you're welcome. This is, this has been a true delight and thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for your support and being here. Um, yeah. And we will see you next time at the bar. Yes. Bye. Bye. Oh, shoot. I almost forgot. Where can people find you on uh, the internet? Uh, mostly on the Instagram. Okay. Okay. See you. See you guys later. Thank you.